Welcome back to At The Buzzer. I'm your host, Dean McCollum, alongside my co-hosts, Andrew Lubliner and Campbell Klein. And it is officially time for the NFL playoffs. Wildcard weekend starts on January 14th. So we're just going to kick it off with our predictions. We're going to start with the Saturday matchups. We have first at 1.30 p.m. Pacific time, the Seahawks versus the 49ers. The Seahawks just slid in as a seven seed in the Niners as the two seed. So first, we're going to start off with Andrew with his prediction for this game. All right, so I'm going to make this one uh, a quick prediction. Um, I think the Seahawks are a great Cinderella team. Uh, I think it's crazy that Geno Smith has led them to this point, but the Niners are arguably the best team in football right now. They're the hottest team at the moment. Uh, they finished the season going 10-1, and one, um, led by Brock Purdy, Mr. Relevant. Um, but also the Niners have the best defense in the league. They have one of the best coaches in the league and they have great home field advantage. And well, I think that, you know, for the Seahawks having already played against the Niners twice in their division, this, it might make this game a little closer than people expect. Um, but I still think the Niners are going to win this one, especially with the home field advantage and especially the way they've been playing as of late. I just, I just don't know if the Seahawks have the talent to keep up with them, especially on the road. Uh, yeah, I'm going to agree with Andrew here. Teams really don't win 10 games in a row by accident, unless you're the Steelers a few years ago. But uh, this team has looked like pretty untouchable for 10 weeks straight. Some crazy stats about their second half defense. Um, they're they're playing like the best defense in the league, and I don't think that's going to let up uh, on Saturday. I mean, yeah, you guys laid it out uh, pretty well there. The Niners are looking pretty unbeatable right now, even though they're rolling with Brock Purdy uh, at the helm. And I was really at first tempted to take the Seahawks just because of Brock Purdy's like inexperience. I mean, he was Mr. Irrelevant. Um, so, I mean, that might be the only way that I would be tempted to take the Seahawks in a huge upset. But I'm just going to take with uh, take the hot team, and that's going to be the Niners. So it looks like we all have the number two seed advancing to the second round or to the divisional round of the playoffs. And then next up for the Saturday games, we have the four-seeded Jaguars versus the five-seeded Chargers. So I'm going to start with this one. I think that the Jaguars are actually going to come out on top after having the number one overall pick two seasons in a row. They win their division, and now they and now I'm predicting them to uh, win a playoff game after having the first overall pick two years in a row. I just think that they're pretty hot right now. I think that the Trevor Lawrence to Christian Kirk connection is really on fire at the right time right now, and I just think that Brandon Staley might crumble under the pressure uh, of coaching his first playoff game and Justin Herbert playing in his first playoff game. I just think that things might not fall in the Chargers' favor, so... That's why I'm going to have uh, the Jaguars winning this one. Um, I'm going to go with the Chargers to win this game, despite uh, what earlier in the year says the, the Jaguars beat the Chargers by 28 points. Um, really, I don't have I don't have statistical reasoning behind this. I just feel a little bit better with Justin Herbert behind center than uh, Trevor Lawrence. Both of them making their playoff debuts, I believe, but... Uh, Herbert has I I just trust Herbert a little bit more back there and uh yeah both teams have been hot Dean is right um 
I think the Chargers had a meaningless game today, and if they if they actually uh, put it out there, I think they would have finished the the season on a little bit of a streak. And as you said, the Jaguars are uh, are streaking as well. So I think this I think this will be a better game than the the game we previously talked about, the 49ers Seahawks. But uh, I'm gonna have the Chargers winning this one. Um, my pick for this game is the Jaguars. I think this is going to be a close game regardless. I don't know if it's going to be low or high scoring, but I think it's going to come down to potentially like a game-winning field goal or a game-winning drive. Um, I'm going to go with the Jaguars just because, first off, in the coaching matchup, Doug Peterson's a Super Bowl-winning head coach. He knows how to get it done in the playoffs, and the Jags have been rolling lately. They have a ton of momentum, and they're one of the hottest teams in the AFC right now. Um, the Jaguars as Dean, I mean, the Chargers, as Dean said, uh, Brandon Staley's never coached a playoff game. And that's not to say that the Chargers are going to, you know, play terrible in this game. I still think it's going to be a good game. And, and I think I still think it's going to be close. But I just, you know, he's had some questionable time management decisions in the past, some questionable play calling. Um, and I feel like a lot is going to fall on the shoulders of Justin Herbert. And I just don't know if he can get it done, especially with the Jags pass rush looking pretty scary uh, as of right now. I also think the home field advantage uh, for the Jags, despite having a slightly worse record than the Chargers, um, I think the home field advantage will be huge for them. This is the first home playoff game uh, in uh, a few years uh, for the Jags. And I think that their fans are going to come out and it'll uh, their owner, Shad Khan, was super hyped to see them win the division title today. Um, and I just think that that place is going to be packed and rocking. And I think that's going to play into uh, especially the Jags defense. And I think uh, Trevor Lawrence will make enough plays uh, to beat the Chargers. But I think we might be looking at our another Chargers beat themselves type game after this one's over. So now we're going to move on to the first Sunday game, and that's going to be between the number two seeded Bills versus the number seven seeded Dolphins. So Andrew, we'll go back to you for this one. All right, this one I'm going to keep pretty brief. Like my first prediction, I've got the Bills. I think the Bills are might be the most talented team in the NFL right now. They've been great all year, thirteen and three. Um, I guess just on the Dolphins side, uh, Tua is. I guess we could just label him as pretty much doubtful uh for their playoff game um skylar thompson started for them uh, in week 18 and he got injured teddy bridgewater was absolutely horrific when he started for them so the dolphins really don't have a stable quarterback situation um and also they've been trending in the wrong direction uh for several weeks now so i don't really like their chances um in any playoff game especially on the road let alone against the bills who are um, arguably the best team in the afc right now um, and I just think that Josh Allen is, you know, playing on an MVP level. And I don't see the Bills losing at home to a team with, you know, a third string quarterback. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll also keep it short. I have the Bills winning this game. They're simply the better team, the better quarterback. Um, yeah, I mean, the Bills really haven't had any moments. They're one of the few teams this year that hasn't had any moments of doubt, really. They lost two games in a row and that was literally it. Like that was the only slight bit of doubt. They've been really good about winning close games and they've obviously blown out some teams. So, uh, I mean, I don't really think there's going to be, they haven't really been down big this year, so that could be an issue, but, uh, I really don't see this being much of a problem for, uh, 
the Bills. I think I think the Dolphins and Tyreek will be able to do enough, make enough flashy plays to like hang around, but I don't think it'll be anything anything serious coming down late in the game. So not to sound like a broken record or anything, but I'm also going to have to take Buffalo in this one. I just think that with Tua being doubtful, I think that he probably most likely won't play. And in week 18, uh, when the Dolphins were rolling with Skylar Thompson, they put up 11 points on the New York Jets. And if you're putting up 11 points with your potential starting quarterback for your uh, first round playoff matchup versus one of the best offenses in football uh, in the Buffalo Bills, I mean... There's no chance you win that game. So I think enough said there. Skylar Thompson plays, then it's going to be the most boring game of the first round, probably. But even if Tua plays, I still think that uh, the Dolphins don't really have a chance. So I'm also going to have to ride with the Bills on this one. So now we are going to move into the second game on Sunday, which is between the Minnesota Vikings and the New York football giants i would start on this one but i want to give campbell a chance since he's a giants fan okay yeah so just before i begin i remember before the year we were doing a little nfl uh season prediction and i was laughed at for saying the giants would get to seven wins even and they they got me to eight wins so i'm very pleased with that and then uh in this game no surprise i'm taking my giants to win this game um we played them like we, the Giants, played the Vikings just a few weeks ago. They started off really, really cold. We punted our first like three possessions and we didn't really move the ball until the last possession of the sec- of the first half. So I think that's promising. We've been we've been a second half team all year, and I think that's due to just figuring figuring stuff out at halftime, strategizing, and we hopefully will not have to do that in this playoff game because we've already played them. And this might sound ridiculous, but we the Giants did play great defense on Justin Jefferson for three quarters, and then he tore us apart for like 80 in the fourth quarter. So hopefully we can get more of that first three-quarter defense. And uh yeah, the Giants pretty much had a bye week this week. So they're gonna be they're gonna be well rested. That shouldn't be an issue. A bunch of our O-line and defense is getting back. So uh I think I think this is setting up well for the Giants, and uh, I think they could get they could get a playoff win, which they haven't done in God knows how long. So unfortunately, Campbell, uh, I'm gonna have to disagree with you. I think the Vikings are gonna win this. I think it will be a close game, as I don't think the Vikings have the potential to go all the way uh, that deep into the playoffs, but. I do think that they're going to have enough just to edge them out, just like they did a few weeks ago. I just think that Justin Jefferson, he's too good of a player to really contain for four quarters of football. I just think that even though the Giants played uh, three great quarters of defense on him, I mean, if he has one good quarter, if he has one breakout quarter, then it's basically like he's a total game changer. So I think that having Justin Jefferson on your team alone, is just too much for the Giants to handle. Um and yeah, I don't really trust uh, Danny Dimes under the helm uh, in his first playoff appearance. Uh, we could be seeing uh, old Daniel Jones back in action with a few fumbles, but we'll have to see. Maybe he'll prove me There wrong. will be no Daniel Jones fumbles in this game. None. Zero turnovers. Okay, I wouldn't promise zero turnovers for any Giants game, but uh, I'm absolutely torn on this one. Um, 
I think the Vikings honestly lucked out if I'm being completely honest. Uh, but I also think that they're very overrated. I honestly think both of these teams are overrated. Um, uh, probably more so the Vikings as they're 13 and four, but when they've went up against uh, good teams this season, they've gotten blown out. Um, I think the Giants will be able to hold their own. I think Brian Dable has done wonders with a limited roster talent, to say the least. Um, and I think Daniel Jones has definitely improved, improved this year. I'm going to choose the Vikings in a one-score win. And the only reason why is I just think the home field advantage is going to really boost them. I, I think having home field advantage in playoffs, it's huge, especially for a team like the Vikings um, that, you know, they rely a lot on their run game and their play action pass. And, you know, I feel like the Giants, in order to win this game, they have to play nearly perfect. Um, and I just don't know if they'll be able to do that in a playoff environment. You know, first playoff game for Daniel Jones, there's definitely going to be some jitters. Um, and the Vikings defense isn't great, but I think it's serviceable enough. And it's going to be hard for the Giants, as Dean said, to contain Justin Jefferson. I mean, it's it's hard for any team in the league to do that. It's hard for a Pro Bowl uh, team of cornerbacks, you know, to contain him. So I think the Vikings get it done at home, but I think it's very close. And I would not be surprised at all if the Giants come away with this one. All right, we're going to go back to Andrew for the Sunday night matchup between divisional rivals Cincinnati Bengals and the Baltimore Ravens. So, Andrew, give us your prediction for this one. All right, well, I guess we'll just start this one by saying we don't know if Lamar Jackson is going to be playing. Um, regardless if he plays, I'm going to go with the Bengals here. Um, I think if he plays, it's a closer game. I think if it's Tyler Huntley, it's probably a blowout. Um or not a blow up, but probably a two a two score win at least. I think the Ravens defense is solid enough to not let the Bengals put up, you know, upwards of like 30, 40 points, which they've done in recent weeks. But I think that Joe Burrow just is the gonna be the best quarterback regardless in this game. I think that the Cincinnati offense has been rolling the past few weeks and I I think also just home field advantage for them is going to be huge, especially if Lamar Jackson's not playing. I just don't see a way in which the Ravens can win without Lamar at quarterback. And even if he is, it's going to be an uphill battle. I mean, coming back from, you know, a long absence like he is in your first game as a playoff game is really tough on a guy like Lamar. And even though he's done some great things in the past, he has had some trouble in the playoffs um, when he's got there. And, you know, the Bengals, they've gotten hot at the right time. They've been one of the best second-half teams in the league, and I just don't see a, a world in which they lose this game. Uh, yeah, I'm going to agree with Andrew. We uh, we all saw what happened last year when the Bengals got hot going into the playoffs, and uh, they're scorching this year. And uh, they're, they've only gotten better. Joe has only gotten more uh, playoff experience, so I think it's been shysty, and it will continue to be shysty. Yeah, I'm going to agree with both of you guys here. Regardless of whether or not Lamar Jackson plays, I think that the Bengals are still going to scrape this one out on top. The Bengals, I think they're on an eight-game winning streak. And, I mean, when you're playing at that high of a level and there's a potential that you play Tyler Huntley and the Baltimore Ravens, I mean, I can't see how they're going to be able to compete with the high-powered offense that the Bengals have. So I'm going to keep this one short. I think that the Bengals will... Uh, handedly beat the Ravens, especially if Lamar Jackson doesn't play. And finally, we're going to move on to the final matchup of the wildcard round on Monday night. We have 
the four seeded uh or sorry the four seeded Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the five seeded Dallas Cowboys um Andrew since you're the Cowboys fan you can start on this one what is your prediction for this match all right, so if I'm being totally honest, I think the Cowboys got the worst possible matchup they could. I hate uh, betting against Tom Brady uh, in the playoffs. He's the GOAT, undisputed, um, and I don't care if the Buccaneers are below 500, especially at home. Uh, that's going to be a huge advantage for them. And Tom Brady in the playoffs is arguably the best quarterback in the league, and he's proven that in recent years. Um, I think the Cowboys defense um, might have some trouble with the passing attack just because our secondary is super banged up. We've lost two of our three starting cornerbacks to season ending injuries, and our defense has honestly been trending in the wrong direction as of late. Um, But I'm still going to go with the Cowboys in this game. And the reason being is I think our offense, uh, our offensive attack, especially our passing game and Tony Pollard in the backfield is going to be a little too much for the Bucks defense to handle. The Bucks defense has been good in recent years, but this year they were honestly a big letdown. And who knows, maybe they'll come ball, in, ball out in the championship game. But I think if Dak can just take care of the ball and not throw any stupid picks like he has been in recent weeks, which might be a tall task for him because he's thrown some awful awful balls but if he can just hold on if he can just you know not fumble and not throw any picks i think the cowboys will uh walk out of tampa bay with a dub i mean this is i think uh my game of the wild card round uh as well as i'm uh, assuming yours andrew but uh i can't bet against tom brady uh, in the playoffs, if you look at both of the team's records and results on paper, I mean, the Cowboys just blow the Buccaneers out of the water. They've had by far the better season, by far better results, better offense, better defense. Uh, but the only thing that is holding me against from picking them is Tom Brady being at quarterback for the Buccaneers. I just think that Dak Prescott, he's going to crumble under the pressure. And although the Buccaneers have been having a very below average season for their standards, I just think that they're going to scrape out the win. I just, I I can't see Tom Brady going out like this. Um, I think that the run game isn't going to work. Uh, or sorry, I, I don't think that the pass game is really going to work. I think Dak is going to have a, a slow start and then they're going to start relying on the run game and, for whatever reason, the Bucks defense that hasn't been very good this season is just going to step up and the Cowboys will have no other options other than praying for a Trayvon Diggs pick six, which isn't going to happen. So I'm going to have to take the Buccaneers. Um, yeah, up until this point on this podcast, I've been on the right side of history by picking Tom Brady, and I don't really want to mess with that this weekend. So I'm just going to go back to old reliable and pick uh, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Like Dean said, everything is pointing towards the Cowboys winning this game. But uh, I just I can't go against Tom Brady. I, I can't do it. I won't do it. So I'm going with the Buccaneers. All right. And if no one has anything else left to say, I think that's going to do it for this week's episode of At The Buzzer. Make sure to stay tuned for our divisional round predictions, which will come after uh, the wild card is finished. And yeah, we will see you next time.